Today's episode is sponsored by my Lit Daily Online Yoga Classes. This is an exclusive pass into my personal practice and program that I created from experience as a physical therapist and 20 years developing my Lit Yoga methodology. There is a different class with me every day, including special monthly live streams, so you can feel your most lit up anytime and anywhere. Get a three-day free trial today by going to movementbylara.com and clicking daily classes. Let's get moving. Welcome to Redefining Yoga, a Movement by Laura podcast, which is designed to investigate all aspects of the modern evolution of yoga from my background as a physical therapist and lover of movement. My mission is to help everyone find freedom through safer and smarter movement patterns so together we can be uplifted, benefiting all beings. Today's episode is called Where to Put Your Scapula. (laughs) Where to put your scapula? It's like, do you put it in your back pocket? (laughs) The scapula are the technical name, the anatomical term for your shoulder blades. So your shoulder is a girdle or a shoulder joint complex has essentially four bones in it. We have the glenohumeral joint, that is the where the humerus, the arm bone comes up and meets the glenoid of the scapula. So the scapula is the flat bone on the back of your ribs. And then we also have the clavicle, which meets up with the, the scapula as well. And essentially, I guess another one would be that all of this is happening. The scapula glides on the rib cage. So when there's movement in any one of those parts, any one of those bones, they all move in a col- in a collaborative way. And that's called scapula humeral rhythm. So I won't get too anatomically geeky here, but I do want to answer a question I get a lot. And I think it's so great to understand your shoulders enough that you can help yourself because shoulder problems, shoulder tightness, shoulder impingement, shoulder pain, shoulder weakness, all of that, anything involving the shoulders, there there tends to be quite a bit of complaints in that regard. And your scapula and the position of your scapula can almost, I would say, take away 90% of your issues. If you understand where the scapula need to be, how to move the scapula, and then how to strengthen the muscles that control the scapula and, and give it stability. So the scapula is this flat kind of triangular bone on the back of your ribs. And when the arm bone, the, long, the longer arm bone, the humerus moves, at some point the scapula starts to contribute to that movement because of its connection to that, to the humerus at the glenoid fossa. It's like little, kind of imagine a golf tee. Right. This is so you've got this big golf ball on top of a tee. And that that connection is the ball is the equivalent of the humeral head. And then the tee is the equivalent of that glenoid fossa, this little shallow um, place for the ball to rest. But it doesn't really rest. It, it's a little bit um it's in that tee, but it's surrounded by ligaments and Um, a labrum and muscles and other things that give it stability. So when that ball is moving, it affects the the socket of the the scapula. And so therefore the scapula starts to move with it. 
especially with overhead movement. The thing is with overhead movement, if your scapula aren't starting off in a good position, then the overhead movement, that in range is affected as well. So that is why where you put your scapula is really important for all movement because that starting position sets up the rest of the movement to be good or to be suboptimal. So how do you find the position of the scapula? Well, the first thing I would say is go against a wall. I do, I say this a lot. And in my classes, my, my daily classes, we work on kind of neuro mechanics, meaning brain mapping and understanding where the body is in space and how it can move um, effectively and efficiently by first understanding posture and understanding resting position. And we start off a lot on our back and get that idea, but you can go against a wall and you'll feel those two triangular bones, your scapula press against the wall. And what you want to feel is then pressing on the wall and then lightly pull your front ribs back more so that you really are trying to stamp the scapula on the wall. Notice what your head does when you do that. For a lot of people, because of the tightness in the neck, the the head will kind of want to stay away from the wall. So don't strain to get the head back. Let's just work on getting the scapula on the back ribs. So know that um, the scapula need to skate along the rib cage. And that that skating along the rib cage needs has to start off by first getting the ribs back to meet the scapula. I know that sounds like what, but pull your front ribs back, press your scapula into the wall, and you might feel like all of a sudden you became like a marine, like really really upright. In addition to having the scapula pressed against the wall, also slide your scapula together. So if you're listening to this in the car, you can do this in the car in the back of the seat. So press the scapula back and then slide them together. Now you're not trying to grip them together. You're just trying to bring them a little bit more toward midline so that you feel that ball, that golf ball, the humeral head lift up and back slightly so that you have become more in that upright position, that more military kind of feeling. That is more likely than not, I mean, I can't look at you, but more likely than not, that is where your scapula starting position should be. So few people start with their scapula there because of daily life. You start driving a car, you start working on your desk, whatever it is, there's so much of our action um, makes us slouch. And when you slouch, think about that, the ribs close off in front, around together in front, and then their scapula has to skate along the ribs so they it's, they skate away from midline. So that sliding away from midline, and then you stand up, but you haven't really gotten your shoulders upright, you're starting your scapula in the not best position. So in our practice, you can do this as well, even if you are not a yogi, and many people need to get down on the floor more. So you can get on your knees in quadruped, it's called, where you have your wrist lined up underneath your shoulders. So underneath those golf balls, the humeral heads, your wrist are with your fingers spread. And then the knees pull in a little bit underneath your hips. And it's almost better to be feeling like your knees and hands are closer together than too far apart. So get the knees so they're positioned on their hips. 
and then soften your chest, like just letting it soften toward the ground. Like you were just arching the chest until you feel with your arms are straight until you feel your scapula do the same action they did on the wall where they got, get on the ribs and then they slightly come together and just get that feeling. Now hold that feeling, but lift your belly up. Cause usually when you, when you let the ribs soften, you let your belly go as well. And so that position where the scapula are, are connected to the ribs, you should feel is a structurally strong position. So you can weight bear in that position. So you can try that again. So your hands are down, your shoulders are over the wrist. You let your, your chest wall, your, the front of your chest, just kind of sink toward the floor. That's what I mean by soften. Sink it toward the floor. You can let the low back sink a little bit as well if that helps, but the elbows don't bend. Then once you feel the bony connection of scapula onto the ribs, which you should be able to do, then keep that feeling, that that touchstone of scapula on the ribs, but lift your belly back up so that the back is now not arching. And that you should feel a very strong connection from hand through the arm into the scapula, which are now on the back ribs. And so that is the answer of where to put your scapula. So in this pose in particular, the scapula, like when you're weight bearing through the hand, you want the energy of the move, the body, um, energy from the floor coming through the body into the scapula. And they should be able to be held in that position. Now let's think of a non-weight bearing position and what the scapula should be doing. Remember, if you want the shoulder to move well, you need the starting position of the scapula to be on the back ribs. And it's usually about the scapula, if you were to take a picture of yourself, the scapula should be about an inch to two inches away from midline. Not more than that, because then you're getting into that rounded position. And then start to move like the golf ball, right? The humeral head, lift it up toward your ear and then move it back. So you're rolling that shoulder and then bring it back to the starting position. So just lift up, move it back, and then down and starting position. And then once you've gotten that glen, the humeral head moving, start to overemphasize the movement of the scapula. So as you lift up, let the scapula also lift up, almost like you're, you're shrugging your shoulder. Then you're moving it back and that scapula moves back and then you move the, the the humeral head back to center and see if you can get the scapula kind of to start in that resting position. I do this a lot in my classes and I really recommend doing one shoulder at a time. So you lift up the humeral head on the left side, you move it back and you you draw that scapula in a little bit toward midline and then you bring it back down. And then you do the same thing on the right. Right side lifts up. So the, the humeral head lifts up the golf ball and the scapula is lifting up as well. So you'll you'll feel like, oh, wait a second, Laura. It feels like I'm shrugging my shoulder up by my ear. Yes, you are doing that. And that is okay to do. Please allow that to happen. We need that to happen. Those are muscles that need to work. And we've really done a disservice to people by telling them to always like pull your shoulders away from your ears. That is actually a different, there's different solutions to that, but that's not the the best cueing for that. So that's a way of mobilizing the scapula and seeing if you can, when you mobilize it and move it, can you find that resting position of where it should be? So I hope those, those 
few little hints help you. Um, I do a lot of this in my daily classes, so check those out. And I have a whole um, library for the shoulders. But know again, the position of the scapula is so important. And then the movement of the scapula, the free movement of the scapula and the strength of it, there's so much more to be said. I mean, I could give a whole uh, week long lecture on the scapula itself. But these few little tips, I hope help you find that where the where the shoulder blades, the scapula should be on your back um, and um, how you should feel more upright and stronger. And I'm sending you lots of hugs as always. Send me any questions to podcast at movementbylara.com or at lara at movementbylara.com. And I will try and get back to you as soon as possible and rate review and subscribe to this podcast and share with a bunch of friends so we're all standing upright with our scapula in good position so we can feel our best. Sending you lots of hugs.